0: Chapter 2, Into the Woods In the middle of the journey of our life, I came to myself in a dark wood where the direct way was lost. It is a hard thing to speak of how wild, harsh, and impenetrable that was was so that thinking of it recreates the fear it is scarcely less bitter than death but in order to tell of the good that I found I must tell of the other things I saw there. Thus begins the Divine Comedy, Dante's imaginal journey into the depths and heights of the inner life. How many of us have felt this way in the past several weeks watching with trepidation and awe as the fabric of our world unravels, as we find ourselves in a dark wood where the direct way is lost. I want to play with our notion of what it means to find ourselves in the dark wood. The pandemic is drawing us into these woods, into an unknown that feels harsh and impenetrable. For some, the experience is proving scarcely less bitter than death, For others, the coronavirus has brought death itself. Exploring the etymology of words is like lifting up stones on the forest floor. You never know what teeming life you are going to find hidden underneath. Let us take two words with similar meanings that follow different and meandering paths into the English lexicon. The word wild derives from the Germanic languages. Its taproot likely goes all the way back to the Proto-Indo-European word veldt. Savage comes from the French word salvage, which itself derived from the Latin sylvaticus. *Velt* means woods, while sylvaticus means of the woods. So often this is the journey of words. They originate as straightforward descriptors, and over the course of time, they become infused with the value judgments of the peoples that give them breath. We might ask ourselves, when did the forest become savage? When did woods become wild? Human beings, after all, evolved in a forest ecology. The forest is our ancestral home. How did we become estranged? Can we envision some sort of reconciliation? And what might this all signify for the present moment? Lifting up a few other etymological stones is helpful here. Wild is defined by what it is not. To be wild is to be uncultivated, uncivilized, untamed, undomesticated. These are all agricultural terms, or terms that came to being in the wake of the agricultural revolution 10,000 years ago when we became farmers and pastoralists, our relationships with woods changed dramatically. What had been our home and our hunting grounds was suddenly more useful if it was not there at all, transformed into fields and pastures, timbers and tools. Since the advent of agriculture, roughly half of the world's forests have disappeared. The march of civilization has meant the elimination or domestication of the wild. Literally and metaphorically, deforestation is the prelude to cultivation. To domesticate means to bring into the domicile, into the home. The impulse to domesticate is about controlling variables, bringing something from its wild environs into the realm of human management. I do not think it is an exaggeration to say that the overarching theme of human activity in the past 10,000 years is that of domestication. It permeates the very value system of the modern psyche. The words we ascribe to places and things are consequential. Words create a permission structure. For the domesticating impulse, a wild horse is meant to be broken. The wild west was meant to be tamed. The wild savage is meant to be civilized or killed. Yet wildness itself cannot be killed. Wildness is a concept. Nothing in nature is wild. Nature is. Before the wild, there was simply the woods. Before the forest became dark and savage, it was our home. When we try to tame or eliminate the wild, we are, in actuality, denying and repressing that within ourselves that seems most foreign, most other, most resistant to conscious control. Failing to domesticate our own psyches and plagued by a vague fear of the dark wood within ourselves, we loose our impulse to control upon the physical world. Wildness is not distinct from us. Wildness is part of who we are. By denying this fact, we cut ourselves off from our roots, from our ancestral and evolutionary heritage, from a sense of belonging amongst our fellow beings. Breath separates life from death. Every living thing must engage in a constant exchange of gases to maintain its metabolic processes. Even a seed is slowly, quietly breathing. Forests are rightly called the lungs of the earth. They do the heavy lifting of exchanging atmospheric oxygen and carbon dioxide. It is not a mere coincidence that the cross-section of an animal's lung looks remarkably similar to the root system or canopy of a tree, each evolved structures to facilitate the exchange of the gases essential for life. By clearing half of the world's forests, we have, albeit inadvertently, effectively forced the planet to breathe, for all of us mind you, with one increasingly compromised lung. Let us engage in some symbolic thinking and imagine that the coronavirus, which zeroes in on the human pulmonary system, is delivering a painful, urgent message from the planet to human beings. I can't breathe, it seems to be saying, and you don't seem to be listening. This is what it feels like. What, you might ask, does all of this have to do with Dante and his harrowing inner journey Dante wrote his masterpiece because his journey into the dark wood, after many trials and tribulations, led him to something of value. How many fairy tales begin with the hero on the edge of a dark wood and conclude with golden treasure? Nearly every story and myth carries the same wisdom. Psychological gold is not to be found in the safety of cities and towns. It is only available when we venture into the unknown into the wild and learn to draw upon resources we never even knew we had. The journey into the wild inevitably leaves us changed, and it changes the way we perceive and relate to wildness, both within and without. If the lungs of the world fail, there is no respirator to keep the planet on life support. Humanity must come to recognize a painful truth. Without intending to, We have been the pathogen that has eaten away the lungs of the world ever since we first cleared forest for cropland. The pandemic has led us to the dark wood. The habits and behaviors of our ecocidal culture are unlikely to change without significant numbers of people leaning into the type of inner transformational journey chronicled by Dante and bringing the gold that they may find along the way back to the collective. For the sake of the wild, for the sake of the future, let us fix our courage to the sticking post and head deeper into the woods.